So no he's having sex way. with someone in there. No. And then he was going to go, come back to the room where I am. And act like that never happened. Hi, everybody. What's up? It's Katie Austin here. And welcome back to Austin AF. Today marks episode 10 of this show. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and make sure to keep tuning in because we have an amazing season for you. Today, I'm really excited because I have one of my friends coming in a studio to talk all about how to be a blogger, influencer, dating tips, and much more life advice. Her name is Peyton Sarton, and she is a Texas gal living in LA. She's a blogger, influencer, YouTuber. She has her own clothing line now, her own podcast, and she's really inspiring because she's really built an amazing personal brand and I love talking to her because she's so honest she's so raw she's so real and we're gonna talk a lot about a dating life um, because she is like me and was single for a little while and now has a boyfriend so that transition yada 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 stay tuned um by the way, before she comes in the studio, I want to talk to you guys about dating as well. And Peyton and I kind of touch on this a little bit in the interview, but I wanted to just touch on it a little bit more. And what I'm trying to get across is red flags in dating. So right now, you might be talking to a guy or interested in someone or a girl, a significant other. You might have a crush and we want to always tell ourselves that they have a lot of potential. We have a crush and sometimes there's some something wrong with him but we see through it because we're blinded by love truly and for me i'm coming from uh you know a five-year four and a half year relationship where i saw these red flags within the first two months and i stayed in it thinking he would change constantly and i just want to let you guys know that that person's not going to change stop falling in love with what someone could be um, and making sure you are seeing these red flags and if you notice them to run and not start dating them don't waste your freaking time so let's talk about some of these red flags number one I personally think it's a huge red flag if you guys have been dating for a few months and he refuses to show you on social media if he's posting a lot on Instagram. Say he posts a story, you know, once a week or even twice a week and you are A, are never in them or B, he reposts a lot of people but he'll never repost you guys. I think that's a really red flag because if you at someone, they can repost in their stories and so... um, just know if he's hiding you and specifically hiding you, he might be doing that for a reason. I uh, I, I uh, had my ex hide me for a while, and so this one speaks really, rings really true to me. Um, I think a second red flag is knowing when someone is not a committer. And I think our intuition as women especially is really strong. Always trust your gut. If he cannot commit within the first month or two, then he's just not going to commit. That's my personal opinion. Um, I had one of my mom's friends, um, you know, was dating this guy for, I want to say, a few years. And he still wouldn't marry her. And it was they were, you know, in their 40s at this point. And that person was just never going to change. So don't hold on and hold out for someone who's not going to commit when you guys can see in the first couple months if he is a non-committal person. I think that's one's huge. If he's not going to commit in the first couple weeks or months, he's never going to commit. Another red flag, if he's not introducing you to his friends. 
I think this is a really big one because I think he should want to introduce you to his crew. I think he should want to include you in things and that just kind of goes off the first red flag if he's kind of keeping you a secret. If he is hiding you from his friends, say that he's like going out to dinner with his friends and all the other girlfriends are coming, you should be able to go and I really strongly believe that. That means maybe he's bringing around other girls or maybe he's just like not committed enough to you to bring you around. So maybe just rethink if you're never around his friend group and you're always around yours. And another huge red flag is if your family doesn't like him. You guys, this is a tough one to swallow because for me, one of my ex-boyfriends, my parents really disliked and not as a person, disliked for me. And I had to go through it and take the time to realize this myself. But I want you guys to ask yourself, is it worth it if your family, your loved ones, the people that know you best, don't like the person you are with. So try to reevaluate the relationship if your family doesn't like them. I know we touched on that in my mom's episode as well and what to do if your significant other is hated by your family and your loved ones. So if you want to tune into episode one of Austin AF, go back and listen to it as well. But I am now really excited to bring Peyton into studio today. We are going to talk about some dating tips, some more red flags, trust issues, dating athletes, and make some espresso martinis. Let's do it. All right, you guys, I'm here with Peyton. Hi. Hello, everyone. Thanks so much for coming in. And so because you are here and you love espresso martinis, we decided to make some espresso martinis. And before we get into the interview, I want want you to get a little loose because we're going to talk about dating a little bit um, later on in the episode. So let's make some espresso martinis. Okay, so these are definitely my favorite drink ever, ever, ever. But I've honestly never made one at home successfully. Seriously? Yeah. So I don't (laughs) really know what's going on, but we'll see what's happening. But they're your favorite drink, but you've never made one successfully. No, not at home. Okay, I always order them out. Where is the best espresso martini that you ever had? Uh, At Soho House in West Hollywood. They have a really good one. So I guess it's Soho House everywhere. Uh, What else? Craig's has a really good one. uh, And Catch has a really good one. What makes a good espresso martini? The vodka. Really? Yes. Good. That's, that's Just all good it vodka, is. I feel like. Obviously, because wow. like you want you want it like a good taste. You don't want it to be like some mm. kind of shitty like taka. Yeah, and you're a Texas situation. gal, so we got yeah. some Tito's for you. We have you. our Tito's here. Which <laughs> camera am I looking at? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have our Tito's here, so I'm gonna do. Let's see. I also okay. feel like you are known for your espresso martinis, and it's so cute because um, when other girls have espresso martinis, they post you in it, it's and so everyone cute. knows if you follow Peyton as you should. Uh, you guys know that she posts a lot of espresso martinis. And so we had to have one. I mean, I always repost everyone when they post this espresso martini. I like that someone sits down and has like a nice drink and a good time and thinks of me. I love that. Thanks to like, I don't know, put me on their story. I okay. actually had, um, I had, where, where was I? I was like 8 p.m. dinner, right? Not going out afterwards. We got some Kahlua. Not going out afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I had like three espresso martinis. And all of a sudden, we get home at like 10 p.m. And it's like 1 a.m. still. And I'm wired. And I'm like, why the fuck can't I go to sleep? No, listen. I honestly, I have friends who like will go out and they'll like dabble in some drugs or something. And I will have my espresso martinis. And <laughs> yeah. I am up much longer than all of them. I'm yeah. like, this is way more effective, guys. Coffee and a mix of... Of, or espresso and mixed with alcohol, I feel like is not what I need in my body because no. I'm already co- so freaking crazy. <laughs> I need it because I'm very monotone. It makes me have like personality <laughs> for a second. <laughs> okay, so we did Kahlua, we did Tito's. I'm kind of eyeballing it. And then we'll do a dash of the simple syrup. Oh, and the espresso. We have a small amount of I feel like a lot of the times when I hate an espresso martini, it's way too sweet. Yeah. 
you know or it has like bad espresso or i don't know i guess the secret to a good espresso martini is all the good ingredients <laughs> i guess we'll never know i guess we'll never know shake it baby shake it I really hope this is good because I honestly I don't know what I'm doing. But here we go. Also, you always have to garnish with beans too. I feel yeah. like the ones that at the bars. Sometimes I order espresso martinis at the bars and they're so bad. I'm like, why did I just do this? Mm-hmm. They're like two. I don't know. Wow, Peyton, you was just that the most perfect amount or what? Really crush that. Thank Cheers. you for providing the ingredients. Haven't seen you in a year and a half. I know. Cheers. Cheers to seeing each other again. It's a lot of vodka. Wait, but it's really good. It is good. It's really good. It's not too sweet at all. It is very strong. Whoosh. (laughs) We'll we'll drink up. (laughs) Okay. I have so much I want to talk to you about, but I've just been so proud of you because I have seen you absolutely crushing it online, and I, I know you've always crushed it online, but I feel like this past year, you have grown so much and really mm-hmm. focused on your business, and so I just wanted to kind of start out and say that and really talk to you about your influencer and business tips, um, and a lot of the times people think that they look at us like, oh my God, it's such an easy job, but how much work do you put into it? Like, holy shit, dude. I mean, you know this best because you're doing the same thing. You're killing it lately, obviously. Everyone knows that um, with the new show and, like, obviously SI and everything has been crazy to watch. I also was talking to – you used to live with Morgan Yates, yes. right? I met her, like, somewhat recently, and we got to talking, and we, like, said that, you know, we both knew you, and she literally was like, that person works harder <laughs> than anyone I've ever oh. met. She's always doing something, so it's good to hear that from you oh, especially. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've grown a lot lately – in terms of the influencer thing, just because I've done more YouTube and like TikTok and things like that, just kind of like dabbling in new uh, areas, I guess. And then I moved in with my roommate, TK. Have you met her? No, I haven't okay. met her, but we're Instagram yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know she always says that. I, I forget they all don't know each other. She does the YouTube thing. So it's been nice to like have friends who aren't just bloggers. Because right. I've always like when I moved to LA, I became immediate best friends with another blogger and I've had a couple really close blogger friends who do exactly what I do in a similar way and honestly like branching out finding friends in other fields kind of it has been like essential for growth lately I think totally and for other creative ideas and aspects to like being a content creator yeah speaking of like your friend group and everything um, I always see you guys online and it looks like you just have a solid group of blogger friends um, how important is it to collaborate and be friends with different bloggers to grow? I think it's really important. I think for me, um, some people, I mean, I know a lot of bloggers who are friends for work, like they they consider each yes. other like coworkers, yes. which I think is a healthy way sometimes to do it because sometimes when you work with someone and you're best friends with someone, especially like let's say you live with them too, it can get to be a lot. And I think networking is really essential for what I do. I also think that making good friends in whatever you do is important. So like not everyone needs to be a coworker. Maybe you, you do have your friends who you see at events or you work with or you go to brunch with or whatever. And then you need to have, in my opinion, your best friends you can talk to, can yeah. like, kind of tell you, like they know about you, they know about like what you're about, they can help you with your job, you can help them with theirs. And then brands really like hiring. Uh, groups of people or like just best friends to do things. I'm always getting uh, like contracted out with my friends now. No way. Mm-hmm. That is like, so yeah. fun. I've ne- that's never happened to me before. Well, they want like, they want like a legitimate friend group because sometimes they'll hire like three different bloggers. We kind of know each other and we like shoot together. Yeah. And it's so awkward and you can tell in the images. So now 
like me and my friend Claudia now are doing like social content and almost like lookbook style content where we'll go out and shoot content for a brand together because wow. we just like work together well and we've been friends for five years. So wow. it's it's actually really nice. So there's a couple reasons why making friends in your niche is kind of important. That's so funny you say that because it's been really hard for me to be mm-hmm. sometimes friends with people in the fitness industry sometimes because it's so competitive. Do you ever yeah. have those competitive thoughts and be like, oh shit, well, um, so-and-so is working for a brand for 6K for an Instagram and they're only giving me 4K. Does it ever get weird or competitive? I will say there's some people that it does and that's happened to me. Um, most of my friends right now are like better than me at what I do. So like they're, they have more followers or whatever. So of course they get paid more. That doesn't mean you're better though. Well, yeah. <laughs> you're fucking good quote, at what you Quote, quote yeah. better than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like they, mean. they do make more money um, per post, which is something that I'm not a competitive person in general. So I find that I don't really um, hang out with other competitive people. Cause I just like feel like it's, it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, I'm all about collaboration if possible. And I've never, even in sports, like I was a gymnast because I can't, I'm not, a directly competitive person. So I feel like I just don't draw in competitive people right. as much. And then when they do get competitive, I usually just say my goodbyes. Yeah, and also I feel like surrounding yourself with competitive people just lowers your confidence a little bit. It's not Absolutely. fun. It's, it's not fun. It's, it's supposed to be like, especially in what we both do, it's about you as a person. It's not about you being better than someone else. There's re- There really is room for everyone. They always say that. But I think, I don't know who they is, but they right. always say there's room for everyone. And I think it's true. I think if you're a unique personality, you don't need to compete with anybody because someone's going to follow you and that person that you're competing with. It's no, totally. And I also think like there's a lot of bloggers, a lot of fitness people who do workouts online, a lot of bloggers, you know, who do the exact type, type of posts you do, but they'll never be you. Like yeah. they'll never, um, you know, because well, y- they're themselves. So more. Exactly. They have like their own thing that they bring to the table that people follow them for. Right. Um, so it's just really also like you can find your bloggers and influencers who resonate with you and you don't need to, it's not about being the best. It's just about who your audience is. Like capturing one specific audience could be different for each person. Okay. And now it's speaking of audience, describe what you try to get across to your audience. Because if you look at Payne's page, I mean like, first off, so hot. (laughs) Second off, your aesthetic. Holy shit. Your aesthetic. Like I can't even imagine like some photos of yours are so beautiful and so aesthetically pleasing that I'm just like could you imagine me trying some of these things I'd be like not Listen, okay I feel just as dumb when I'm doing it <laughs> it looks amazing well, thank you I think for me what I've noticed lately especially with the whole quarantine situation I've had time to really kind of reach inward I'm not traveling as much we're not like going to events we're not doing all these things that like other I'm not bringing in other like energies into my life I was able to move to my dream apartment which was really helpful, really um, make a space that I felt at home in and that I felt inspired by. And like, it made me want to get up in the morning and do things like that. So for that reason, I've kind of found more of my message. And really, I want people to come to my page on Instagram or YouTube or whatever and just be like, this girl looks like she has the best fucking time. Like she's drinking her espresso martinis. She's in her sick apartment. It looks really cool. It's like unique. And like she has her own sense of style. And I want it I want people to see me like feasting like with my friends as much as I go out and like have amazing dinners or do whatever. Um, Go hang out with Joe, my boyfriend. I want them to see that and just be like, oh, I want to live this cool life too. And then like go treat themselves to a nice dinner or like treat themselves to a weekend trip or like just 
really almost have that overindulgent time more often in their lives because I think that that's what makes me happy and so I'd like for other people to do that more often I think totally I see that on your Instagram but on your YouTube I see mm-hmm. you know a, a Peyton that's like a little bit you know not different than what I see on Instagram but at the same time like I see a, like a lot of like personality and mm-hmm. I see I, all these vlogs with Joe which are her boyfriend <laughs> which are so funny I watched two of them today <laughs> stalker and so I want to know like your YouTube journey because you you are pretty new at YouTube still very new and and what has YouTube kind of you know done for your business and how much work do you put into it? So I started, I really started focusing on YouTube during quarantine this last year. I've had a YouTube channel before that, but I never really like focused on YouTube. And that's like, YouTube takes a lot of time and you mm-hmm. have to be consistent. So like I could have been on YouTube. I was probably had a video up, videos up for a year prior to really focusing, yeah. but I would post one like twice in a month and then I would do like once every three months I would come in and do a video or something and so I started getting consistent with YouTube this last year and it has been just a an amazing way to find new a new audience basically because Instagram I found myself kind of stagnant and not really growing and then I went and worked on YouTube and I I got a surge of followers from that and then also on TikTok now which is kind of just like a fun thing Um, but YouTube has been a trial and error process because I've taught myself how to edit. I taught myself, you know, all that Your stuff. Your edits are amazing, by the way. Well, I hired an editor recently. I was going to say, holy <laughs> moly. It was like very, very, very professional. Well, I will say, so TK, my roommate, yeah. she is a an editor for a really big YouTuber, Alicia Marie. And she mm. like does all of her edits. So she was the one that was like kind of telling me how like, you should do this, you should do that. She gives me tips, which again, wow. I have not had friends that can really like give me advice on things like YouTube and tell me how to do things better. So she's been an amazing resource and we've done some videos together. She has her own audience. So that kind of collaboration has been nice. Right. Um, And then I hired an editor once I started like making money Money off of it. Right. That makes sense. Okay. So I saw some of your YouTube videos and speaking of Joe, your boyfriend, he's in them. (laughs) Yes. And you did one where it was like uh, your boyfriend rates your outfits and then Mm -hmm. you you did a vlog with him. (laughs) Does he ever get annoyed with your content, like filming a lot? Because my boyfriend does. That's why I say it. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, we've been together for a year now and he's taken a total of two photos for me. That's it. That's it. Okay. I I never ask him. I literally will go so far as to like have a tripod and like we'll be in his car and I need a photo in the car and I'll make him get in the back seat. I put the tripod on the front seat and I take my own photo while he's like on his phone or something. Right. Because I just like hate the process of telling someone how I want a photo. I just want to get it done and I want them to look at me. Yeah. (laughs) And then I just want to live my life. So with Joe... I've always, I mean, one of the things that we talked about when we first started dating was he, he plays baseball. So he's, during season, he's constantly up at the field. He's, like, traveling the whole time. It's basically spring training and the season, it's eight months of me having to go to him if I want to see him. And, oh like, God. even when I go to him, I don't see him all day. Like, he goes to the field, he comes back home, and, like, it's just oh really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so... He also is a person that wants to date someone who has a job and is taking care of themselves and isn't really like, you know, doing the whole moochy thing because I think a lot of athletes get stressed out by that. Totally. Which is, I'm all, I'll probably always have a job. I just love working. Um, so for us, I'm like, you have to be in my content. We've had this conversation. I'm like, you're going to be in my content because this is how you get both ways. You get me coming to see you when you want and I have the freedom of someone who yeah. might not have a job. And, but I do have a job and this is it. So if you want someone who can, you know, do what I do and accommodate your schedule and work, 
you're going to have to put up with recording a video for 10 minutes or being yeah. a podcast or something. Hell yeah, Peyton. Because, I love like, that. how else would that, you Also, know? it's not freaking hard. Like, my boyfriend gets so annoyed no. because I'm like, will you take a photo? I do ask him. Like, will you take a photo of me right here? And he will. It's just like, oh, every once in a while, he's like, okay, we're done. Like, yeah. Oh, really? And, and it's not ever really me <laughs> taking photos it's like he doesn't ever want to be in the content like mm-hmm. he I'll, I'll film a video of him and he'll be like you have to delete that I hate it like yeah, we're not yeah. posting that and so I always see you and I'm like gosh dang it Lane <laughs> come on now you have to film with me honestly I didn't even ask Joe I was like you're in it yeah you're, like holding the camera up to him but he also does press like he does press every single day totally. after games so he like he's comfortable being in front of a camera he plays in front of he, I mean, he pitched in the World Series, so Holy he's like, shit. he's okay with eyes being on him for sure. Um, I think it's a little different when he's like showing his personality versus like pitching, but you know, he he just has to deal with it. I'm like, this is what you got to deal with. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to actually go back though because we're talking about your boyfriend right now, but. Mm-hmm. We were single gals for a little bit in time there. I was basically single for 26 years. (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy to me. And so when you're talking right now and you're like, yeah, um, he's traveling for eight months out of the year and like I have to go to him. I'm like, Peyton, who are you? Like Mm -hmm. you have to really freaking love this man for you to be traveling like that because you, I feel like you wouldn't do that for just anyone. No, but I also love long distance because, I mean, we talk on FaceTime like every night, but that is the extent of how much I commit during the week normally. So I go see him for like a week and a half at this point, one, like every month. Yeah. Um, that's just because he's in DC, so it's like so far away. Like so I'm not far. gonna go for like four days or yeah. whatever. And um, anyways, I, I am, I love him. He's the best, he's the best ever. But honestly, the long distance is kind of getting away with something because it's not like I have to like constantly be around him all the time like I don't put a lot of effort like going to see him back and forth and like making plans like it's we FaceTime at night for a little bit and then we go to sleep and then I see him for a week like you're still able to fully focus on yourself oh yeah I completely focus on what I'm doing right and live a single life without being single basically like all day I just like worry about myself yeah I (laughs) I love that okay so I want to go back to being single because we both I feel like have (laughs) similar stories but similar stories of being single being single in LA is really hard it is really tough it is hard I I mean I never even dated talked to guys who lived in Los Angeles it was always somewhere else it was always somewhere else so would you this is actually one of the questions we have like a little segment that I'm asking you but this is actually one of them Mm -hmm. would you fly to go see a guy that you've never met before meeting on a dating app Uh let's say Raya okay would you and he's like hey I live in Tennessee Mm-hmm. I'll fly you out. Would you do that? I never did that. You never did that? Mm-mm. No. But I did. There were guys that I'd met once or something. Like, you know, I went on a date with them or something. Yes. And then I went to go see them after. Gotcha. Um, just for fun. I feel like it's always, like, an adventure to do that. I knew I was being totally. safe. I knew, like, they, they were normal people and, like, I'd met them before. So um, I'd done, I'd done stuff like that before. Yeah. Do yeah. you have any, like, crazy worst date stories from when you were single? Worst date. I didn't really go on a lot of dates, but I can say this one guy, he was a basketball player. This is like the worst experience I've had with a guy that I wasn't dating. Oh gosh, that's okay. Good. Of course he was a basketball player, by the way. <laughs> there was only one basketball player. Like after this after this story, no like, more basketball no. players. That's for funny me. that you said after this story because it's like a basketball player and it's like, okay, what well, you date an athlete now too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But basketball players are definitely worse than baseball. Oh my god. 
They're so bad. Yeah. And I, I never, you know, I, whatever. I, I knew I wasn't going to date this guy. Like, he wasn't going to be my boyfriend. Which is fun. It was just so fun. It was after. So I had, a like, an eight-month-long relationship with a guy I was friends with in college when I was, like, 24. So, like, two and a half years ago. Mm. And so I don't really count it. I'm like, it was less than a year. Okay. Um, anyways, I was fresh off of that. And I was like, no, I just want to go have some fun with someone, whatever. I met up with this guy who plays basketball here in L.A. Well, he plays somewhere else, but he was in L.A. playing. And um, I went to, like, a concert with them. Then I would say, like, a couple weeks later, I flew out to Oklahoma to go visit him. Taking hints. (laughs) (laughs) To go visit him. And it was a fun weekend. We had a great time. Like, I have friends there, so we just, like, you know, a lot of Texas people live there. And then (laughs) I went out with him in L.A., like, a few weeks later with his friends from – he was from, like, France. So his friends, like, flew in from France. And, like, it was this whole big thing. I was meeting them. The same time you flew in? No. Well, they they flew into L.A. Like, this was a few weeks later after I visited him. But I I knew by that, like, when I visited him, I was like, this guy's not – it's not going to be serious. Yeah. But it's fun. So, anyways, we all went out, and he – got really really high off of an edible and he's never had an edible before no so his friends were like he's being weird obviously because he just took his first edible whatever details minor details um i noticed a girl at a club we were at like kind of being all over him because he's this like tall good looking guy like i think a lot of girls can tell like he probably plays basketball or something so i see this girl like kind of all over him like looking at me all weird and i'm like whatever just dancing with my friends and he disappears and so his friends like come back to the house we're gonna we're going to go, like, hang out. And I'm like, I don't know where this guy went because I think he was with someone. They were like, no, no, no. He's obsessed with you. He's obsessed with you. Like, we're going to go back to the house. I go to the house. He's there with a girl. Already there. Already there with a girl. So then I'm like, this is weird. So I go over to him, and I'm me. Okay, so I'm, I'm very upfront, and I knew I wasn't going to date this guy. So I was like, listen, I would like to hook up with you tonight. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I literally was Shut like, I just want to let you know. Up. I want that, but. Was if, she right there? No. Okay. She was, like, kind of far, further away. Because once his friend showed up, he was embarrassed of that whole situation. Yeah. So I'm like, I would like to hook up with you, but if you're going to hook up with someone else, I'd like to know that because it's getting late and I want to go home. And like, I don't want, we're not going to do two people tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. just do one. So <laughs> he's like, <laughs> I'm like, I genuinely don't care. Like, I, I'm totally fine if, if like, like, you that's what you her, want. It's yeah. fine. I'm not I just sad. Wanna... I'm just tired. And like, do I just keep drinking or do, what am I doing here? <laughs> So he's like, so he's fun. like, okay. He brings me up to his room. Like he has this Airbnb with his friends. This like he brings me up to his like master bedroom and it's gorgeous. And he, I he's like, take your shoes off. Like sit down. I'm like, sure. He's like, do you want any water? I'll go get you something. I'm like, yeah, for sure. This is great. I'm a queen. Okay. <laughs> so then he's gone for like five minutes, and I'm like, it doesn't take that long to get water. So I walk outside. In like his friend's room, I see like shadows in this one room, like in a side room. And his best friend is kind of, like, in the other room. So I was like, hey, can you go see if that's, you know, guy X? And he's like, no, there's no way. There's no way that's him. I'm like, will you just go see? He walks in. He's like, it's him. So he's having sex with someone in there. And then he was going to go come back to the (laughs) room where I am. And act like that never happened. No, like, I have chills all over my body thinking that, like, that is literally – Disgusting. I literally was like, okay, well, I'm going to leave then because obviously our pact is broken, dude. You can't be double dipping. What the I told hell? you. That was the one thing you can't do. How do guys think, and, and by the way, how do they think it's okay? And and unfortunately, that probably happens a lot. And yeah. When, when if you weren't so aware and so upfront, 
that probably happens a lot. Basketball players, honestly, and athletes in general, it's not too far off from what they're capable of. Like, it's crazy. It was insane. I'm like, also, you're not, he wasn't even good. I'm like, come on. At least be good. At least be like the LeBron of your fucking team. Exactly. Come on. What are you doing? I think a really good point to notice, though, was how much you were self-aware going into it because mm-hmm. a lot of girls in that scenario they wouldn't find it like funny i'm sure you went home and you're like guys guess what happened because oh, yeah. you knew that you weren't going to date the guy and i've had so many similar not that bad but like <laughs> similar stories to that like i flew to miami for a guy who yeah. literally blew me off while i flew there to visit him so. unbelievable like literally flew across what, country for four days too? he was an athlete he was an oh, nfl player God. and he blew me off for another girl as i flew there and i was actually okay with it because yeah. i was like I did this for fun. I knew I wasn't going to date him. Yeah. You have to go into it knowing that this is just for fun. Yeah. I go into basically every non-relationship relationship like that. I'm kind of like, I'll see where the guy leads me. Yes. I knew with this particular guy, like, I wasn't super, like, I wasn't impressed by him. He was right. really attractive. He was super fun, super sweet, like, was interesting to talk to. Um, and that's it like it wasn't someone I'd be like oh I want to bring home to my parents yeah and we're not the type of girls who want to compete with another girl at the party like if you have a second girl there I'm out dude Mm -hmm. like I'm not trying to be an 18 year old girl competing with another girl at the party that is like no effort whatsoever I cannot do it well that's like with that situation this girl is like staring me down in the corner and I'm literally like I just want to know if like this is gonna happen or if like that's gonna happen because and I'm I don't care away. yeah I don't care <laughs> I just need to know dude yeah and then you're not competing against each no. other like you, we're too old for that too tired for that I'm so tired <laughs> I'm point. so tired it's probably 2am at this point yeah <laughs> um, also funny to note that he wasn't even good not even good I don't even know if he why is it anymore. why is it always the guys who are not that freaking good I don't know because I, I have dated guys who do play sports who are good and they're always the best guys that is so, so mm-hmm. interesting. Always the best. Or just what my guy friends who are really good are like super loyal. They're in good relationships. Yeah. They're, I just, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's like a confidence thing. Yeah. And and yeah. it is really rare. I know you date an athlete now and it's so rare to find an athlete who is so loyal. Um, I, I actually dated a basketball player as well mm. and he cheated on me <laughs> a lot. And so like... How do you, I know you trust your boyfriend and mm-hmm. as you should, but yeah. how do you come to terms with knowing that story mm-hmm. and knowing what athletes are like because yeah. you grew up in a very athletic family yes. um, and you come from professional athletes as well. So how do you trust an athlete and to date one? Okay, well, I will say, so first off to start, I think you just get like a gut feeling about someone. Yes. So like with that particular basketball player, there's a reason I never wanted to date him. I didn't trust him, all this stuff, he was fun. But I just like knew that that wasn't someone to trust. There's been other guys like that, whether they're in music or like acting or they're athletes or whatever. I just know when I can't trust someone in my gut. And apparently people can surprise you, but I don't convince myself to like someone if I know there's something about them that I'm like, I don't trust this. Totally. So that's just like for starters. And there's been guys that I liked a lot, but I was like, I know I can't trust him. Like I want to like you and I want to trust you and force myself to trust you but I literally just can't like if I'm being honest with myself yeah so that's where I start intuition intuition I really do trust my gut with a lot of things um and then I mean my mom brought me an article when I was young from like Sports Illustrated like the main magazine and it was about athletes and the ones who cheat the most and they were all by far baseball players because the season's the longest and they're gone the most 
So that was like noted in like a literal study. So my whole entire life, by the way, I have told myself I would never date a baseball player just because of statistics. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I just had like a bad taste in my mouth. And my my family's very like really involved in baseball. And I was I just knew too many. I was like, no, no way. But Damn. when I met Joe, I was just like, I just trust him. Like it's just right. you have to kind of you know you can second guess, but it's at the end of the day, my gut tells me to trust him. And he has not not done anything to lead me astray in that way. Um, and then also you just have to decide like, okay, I'm not gonna overthink this. I'm not gonna you know. Either, like, I'm not going to overthink, but I'm not going to attach myself too much because right. I know for sure I'll be okay without him, too. I think that's so, huge. I think so that's any, really, really I know huge. I'll walk away. If, if something doesn't go my way, whether it's cheating or, like, being treated a certain way, I just – I can walk away from something. So I think that I just decided and was like, you're just going to trust this person. Right. And, and so I think that's don't. really important to know because when you walked in here, we both were like, oh, we're so obsessed with our boyfriends right yeah. now. But we both have the understanding that if something happens, we'll still be okay. I would be sad, but like, totally, I'll be fine. You totally. know what I mean? And I think having the experience of being obsessed with someone and being in love with someone to me has only shown me that I could probably do it again. You know, it would suck to lose him, but you could, you could probably find someone else as well. So yeah. Besides not trusting, uh, like trusting your intuition, what mm-hmm. is the biggest red flag of not trusting someone because I feel like a lot of girls out there have you know this sketchy type of boyfriends but they're still with them because you know they, they don't want to just go after their intuition like yeah, what yeah. if he's not doing anything what if my intuition's wrong mm-hmm. um, first off your gut's always right but yeah. <laughs> what I, would I you agree. say is like a huge red flag not to trust someone hmm I think I think social media is a huge one Obviously, if you see them liking photos, following girls, all of that yes. stuff, I think with Joe, I I am not a person to check that kind of thing. I'm not a kind of person to go over like in someone's phone and do anything, um, just because I don't want someone to push me to be that kind of person. So I've just decided I'm gonna like stay away from people who make me feel like I need to like micromanage them. Right. Also, again, I'm tired. I don't have time, and like I don't want to <laughs> do that. Tired. I don't want to have to like nag someone, you yeah. know. And I understand that does happen to people. Um, but with Joe, he was very like specific on social media because like I I remember making one comment. I didn't know who he followed, but I made a comment about him following Instagram models. And this is when we first started talking, or we first started dating. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure the Instagram models you follow or something like that. A minor comment. I don't know who he was following at the time. He came back like a week later and was like, I unfollowed them. I unfollowed <gasps> people. He was so specific. Sweetheart. And he he doesn't like photos of anyone. Like, I haven't seen it yet, yeah. at least so far. So, I mean, I just, I think that when I share something with him, like if I share something like that where I make a comment that leads him to believe that I'm maybe insecure about that or I don't want him following people like that, he immediately made the adjustment right. as he to should. make me comfortable. Honestly, as he should. Yeah, so I feel like when people get a little bit like, over defensive. yeah defensive about it i'm like totally are you really in a relationship because you're not ha- you're not meeting me halfway you here. should try to always make your significant other feel very comfortable yes um, i'm not call you crazy or anything no like that. exactly in my past relationship um a huge thing that i used to do which mm-hmm. i'm very happy that i don't do anymore and because <laughs> guys are really stupid they will go out and they'll meet a girl and then they'll start following them on instagram yeah yeah so if you go to the Safari on a web the, browser, trick, you yeah. can actually see who they followed last. Mm-hmm. And so every time my ex-boyfriend went out, he started following like three new hot girls. So yeah, red flag. And I was just like, 
well, do I say anything? Because, like, he's not doing anything. Mm -hmm. He's really not. He's just yeah. maybe meeting this these girls and being like, oh, yeah, what's your Instagram, blah, blah, blah. He's not cheating. But at the same time, it made me extremely uncomfortable. And every time I brought it up, he'd be like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Those girls are my classes. I just met that girl. So-and-so, one of my buddies wanted to hook up with her. I'm like, no. Yeah. That doesn't happen. <laughs> so if you are suspicious, check the web browser. Yes. <laughs> Definitely check the web browser. Yeah, I think if you're in a position like that and you're in something that's like, sometimes a little more toxic i do see how that can be fun like in college i had a very toxic boyfriend yeah boyfriend we talked for a year and a half but like i i was okay with it for that time because it was okay to be toxic and it was kind of fun and like dramatic and right. stuff like that but if you want to be in an actual relationship for me if someone doesn't respect me calling them out for something or me saying that something makes me feel uncomfortable because i know that i'm not dramatic about stuff i know that i have my head on right and i'm not trying to find problems most of the time. Right. Um, so I know when I say something that makes me uncomfortable, they need to make a change or, you know, this isn't Absolutely. the right relationship for me anymore. And speaking of respect, finding someone who also respects what you do. And mm -hmm. that's why I feel like we are really lucky because our industry can be disrespected a lot. Yes. Like you can look <laughs> at us and be like, those two stupid girls, all they do is post mm -hmm. online. And yeah. so finding guys who actually take it seriously is yes, really big time. It is. And I think it's usually people who are kind of high performing. Like Joe respects what I do a lot. And like he was on my podcast that I just started oh. and he was really excited about it. And he was like talking me up the whole time. He was like, I love how ambitious she is. And we're on her podcast. So like, obviously <laughs> I'm like, this oh. is so cute. He thinks it's really cool. And especially coming from someone like him, who's really a badass and like does really well at his job it makes me be like okay well I can do whatever yeah. I want to do I don't feel um I feel almost more confident about my job when he tells me totally you know, that he loves it or he same exact it. way and I feel like that is very hard to find yeah um, I have some like this or that questions I feel like we kind of went through a lot of these questions already that I mm -hmm. had um okay older or younger guys for relationships older for fun, younger. Same. <laughs> we are literally the same. Why are younger guys so much more fun? They're so they're fun to go out with. They're just yeah. You know, and they also like follow you around, and they yes. think you're the coolest thing ever. <laughs> right before I met my boyfriend, actually, uh, over the summer, I was making out with a guy. And sorry, mm -hmm. mom and dad, for listening to this. And basically, I thought he was 23 years old. Like okay. genuinely thought he was 23 because he told me he was, and um, oh, no. ended up being 19. <laughs> <laughs> am I okay? But he he had the swag of a twenty three year old, yeah, yeah. and I was we love that for I was him. Twenty six, <laughs> thinking like twenty three is perfect. Found out the next day, Google. God, it's so 19. sad that nineteen feels so young. I feel like I was nineteen five seconds ago. That that would be. I'm twenty seven now. Twenty seven. That would be disturbing. <laughs> like, absolutely not. It's fine. It's not. It's under ten years. It's oh, okay. Oh, he's eighteen. He's fine. Um, tequila or vodka? Hmm. I don't know I like both it yeah. depends on what I'm drinking the other night I had a vodka night it was so fun I didn't black out because I was drinking vodka but when I touch tequila like literally my mouth touches tequila I'm blackout <laughs> so oh it just God. depends on the night <laughs> how many days a week do you drink um I would say when I'm traveling like that's when it kind of gets thrown off I yeah. would say probably once on the weekends now because that's all I can that's really it? handle Really? Mm -hmm. But if I do like a day, like if I did like a daytime situation, right. like I did Friday night and like then Sunday or something, I'll do that. 
Um, but I die from hangovers now. Like, I literally Same. am dead. I can't function. Same. We used to do, like, bungalow Saturday. Like, go out Friday night, bungalow Saturday all day, and then go to a house party till, like, 4 a.m. And, yeah. and then make Sunday fun Well, day. that was, like, after college. In college, yeah. we were, like, I was a psychopath in college. But even at my college at A&M, we, it was, we only went out, like, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. We weren't, like, a big party school. But still, like, three days a week. No way. And, like, not three days a week. a week, not just, like, a two drink. It was, like hardcore mm-hmm. lots of drinking i don't know how we yes. did it okay athlete or nerd you kind of already answered this with who you're dating well joe is kind of nerdy <laughs> oh that's why i like combo. him i like a combo <laughs> i want it all <laughs> okay i love that um okay hook up on first date yeah if you want to yeah i think do what feels right i do whatever i want when i first met joe i we'd been talking via like instagram social media texting for like a, a month and a half and then hooked up wow. with him the night I met him in person and obviously it was it long distance then as well well yeah so I w- he was in Scottsdale at the time okay and then I was in LA so I went out to Scottsdale met him and then I was like hey I'm definitely gonna hook up with this guy if you're traveling to meet the guy <laughs> for the first time it's kind of like well I wasn't meeting him for the first or I wasn't traveling to see him I was just in Scottsdale oh I didn't know that I was even gonna see him I invited him to our house to like hang out if he wanted to but I didn't really think much of it I didn't think he would come and, and he, he did came there and I didn't think we were gonna date I had this wasn't like a pre-planned thing I was just like oh this guy's hot I've been talking to him he's interesting and I was like I'm drunk I'll hook up with him yeah and then he just never left and then look where you are a year later <laughs> yeah. So oh I don't God. think it's bad. I think you can do whatever you want. Do whatever makes you feel good. Also, yes. I want to note, like, I think people try to do whatever they think the guy's going to like most or what's going to make the guy like them the most, which is not something that has ever crossed my mind in my entire life. Like, I'll do it if I want to. Um, and then at the same time, they don't do it because they want the guy to like them more. Yeah. You know? Like, just totally. don't – that's not the center of your world. It shouldn't be the guy. It should right. be like, hey, are you feeling it? Is this what you want right now? Then do it. Also – um, I've actually never had a one-night stand in my entire life. But at the same time, I, I know. I'm like, what did I do when I was single? I have no freaking idea. No, but um, I would just ask myself basically, would you be okay if he didn't text you back or mm. didn't text you the next day? Yeah. And for me, it was always like, no, I probably wouldn't be okay. So I'm not going to do that. Smart. You have to, you have to take yeah. care of you. Yeah. I also know myself. I'm very sensitive when it comes to mm-hmm. those types of things, and I take it very seriously. Yeah. And so it just like – one night stands just I knew were not in it for me so mm-hmm. I never did it yeah I never did it. you mean there's no pressure to do that if you my whole thing is just you got to do what's best for you and I kind of want to decentralize like the man in that situation so if it's best for you and you want to do that that's what you want in the moment and long term you know it's yeah. not gonna like fuck with your head too much do it if not rethink it but don't do it because he's gonna like you more or like you less or whatever it is you know absolutely and I feel like that is a perfect place to end because (laughs) that's some great advice right there Peyton where can we find you your clothing line your podcast your Instagram your YouTube so much self-promotion to do okay so my Instagram's at Peyton Sarton my clothing line is at where full disclosure it's called full disclosure my podcast is called note to self by Peyton Sarton it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify what else YouTube Oh, YouTube channel, just Peyton Sarton. Just type that in the little thing. Amazing. You do weekly vlogs? I do weekly vlogs, the weekly podcast, and then Instagram I'm just on all day. Yeah, I feel like, oh my goodness, she's the best Instagram follower because you also have great stories too. Like You you do the Q&As on your stories. Mm -hmm. You get real on there. You have great tips, great advice, and amazing fashion sense, nonetheless. (laughs) All right, thank you so much, Peyton. I will see you guys next week.